You're listening to the Swap Mono Live podcast show brought to you by our friends at OGO. Okay, you're listening to the Swap Moto Live podcast presented by OGO. This uh, episode, I will be joining Geico Honda's Chase Sexton throughout race day at Minneapolis. So, Chase, you're originally an East Coast guy, and then you're going to be a West Coast guy when Christian got hurt, and now we're here on the East. How did uh, how'd that all play out? Well, like you said, I was originally supposed to race East Coast, and then uh, Christian ended up hurting his thumb. So then they slated me for West Coast, and then uh, probably a week later I uh, went over the bars on Skyline on my mountain bike and uh, broke my collarbone. So that kind of put a fork in that. So um, from there on, we just been getting ready for this coast, and yeah, we're ready now. You know, it's kind of ironic about that to me is that like we were riding Greer together about a week before, a few days before, and you sent it down that one trail and. And I was commenting on how fast you're going. You're all, you know what? Maybe I should, maybe I should back it off since I'm a West Coast guy now. But where you fell on Skyline it wasn't really a gnarly place, right? It was kind of an accident. No, I mean, like Sky. Basically, what happened was I, uh, my, I was literally just talking about my clips being like pretty loose um, at the top, which I like because I can unclip pretty easy. But um, I came down and like, you come across the fire road after this uh, single track, and it geezed out. My foot clip came undone, and I like kind of threw me over the, like my weight over the bars and then I just kind of piled in the next um, little uphill part and uh, yeah I thought I rolled out of it pretty good but apparently not good enough <laughs> so what was the process from there you did you have it plated yeah I did I ended up getting plated um, and then uh, I was on the bike in three weeks and it's I didn't think I lost anything my my shoulder felt perfect when I got back on the bike so um, Luckily, it was nothing worse. Collarbone's pretty uh, simple fix, and um, yeah, it was uh, it was a uh, not ideal, but um, it was meant to. It wasn't meant to be to race West Coast, so uh, we're here on East, and we're ready to go now. Cool. So, how are you feeling? Are you 100% right now? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, ready to go, and um, yeah, couldn't be happier. I'm, I like uh, Minneapolis, and uh, I'm from the Midwest, so it's uh, kind of a home race, but. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm excited to go racing. Cool. All right, because the weather here currently, you know, there's snow outside, freezing temperatures. We're, uh, we're pitted inside the tunnels inside the stadium. That's yeah, not too uncommon for some of the East Coast rounds. Um, I know that your only experience so far is on the West. What, yep. What's it like for you being here in the tunnel where everybody's just walking by? Uh, I actually like it. This actually kind of takes me back to when I raced um, Arena Cross and some of those... Um, indoor races from when I was back in Illinois so it's kind of uh, takes me back I kind of like being across from like some of my friends and um, some of the guys that I trained with so it's uh, it's pretty cool I kind of like the close environment yeah so you know being a, a factory rider and having the semi to retreat inside I mean that's that's got to be nice at times but right now it probably just feels like an old uh, local race for you yeah definitely it definitely feels uh, more uh, more homey I guess it's more just uh, kind of how it sh- I feel like it should be just it's sometimes it gets a little serious which it has to but um I kind of like this uh close environment like I said and um I'm excited to excited to go race tonight yeah. so what do you think of the weather here <laughs> you got any good cold weather stories from the last couple days um no I actually I really like the cold weather like everyone's been complaining about it and I it's kind of uh take me back to where I lived in Illinois and um 
I actually I got here and like you go walk outside and it's just like the air is so like crisp and like I don't know it just seems so clean here so Cold compared to Florida cleaner. yeah it feels it feels a lot cleaner and um, I actually cough like every time I go outside just from it being so cold and your lungs not being used to it um, but yeah it's uh, I'm excited I like the cold weather and um, it could I mean people are kind of taking it in a negative way but I like it so hey so we're sitting here I'm staring at your bike while we're talking uh, second year on the this generation of Honda how do you compare this year's bike to last? I mean, I know you guys supposedly made a lot of improvements. Yeah, um, last year, our bike was good last year for it being a first um, first year on it. So, um, but this year is definitely a lot better. Motor, big biggest part is motor. Um, we actually have uh, a really good motor this year, and it's uh, I think it'll show. The chassis is awesome. We've uh, never really struggled with chassis on this bike, so that's uh, that's good and. Yeah, I think it's a complete package. It's going to keep getting better more years we have on it. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to take this thing to the test tonight. Do you feel that you're a pretty good test rider, like knowing exactly what you want on the bike? Or do you just kind of ride what they give you and adapt? Uh, I feel like I'm com becoming a pretty uh, a pretty good test rider. I um, I end up doing a lot of the a lot of the testing for the team because um, I've been able to notice stuff that other riders can't. So um, I, uh, I feel like I'm – really learning about it and I feel like uh, being around Ken uh, is uh, helped me a lot he's really good at that uh, finding that right bike setup and I think that's helped me and it's uh, definitely a big key to um, winning and um, yeah being comfortable on your bike was the amount of testing that you did on the, the the pro team significantly more thorough and expansive than when you're on the amateur amsoil team um, yeah, for sure. It's um, definitely a whole different animal on the pro team. Um, you get more, I, I guess there's more um, available to you. And uh, now that we've really actually kind of partnered with uh, HRC, um, it's, been, uh, it's been even better. We've had more, um, we have more um, parts available to us, and it's been, uh, it's been really helpful. And uh, the bikes look great, so it's, it's good. So we're here in this little makeshift pit setup. And uh, I was watching the guys set up the spin bike, which is actually uh, is that a, that's an intense, uh, intense sniper. That's, sniper. that's your cross your cross country bike. Yeah. So intense is uh, a new sponsor of the team. Also, uh, you know, it's one of the business ventures of your team owner, Jeff Myshak. But got to be pretty cool to uh, have that sort of uh, resource when it comes to training. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's been awesome. Um, bicycles have, are. Cycling in general has been a big, uh, a big part of my training, and it's cool to have uh, Intense on board now. And actually, that's the Sniper is the bike I crashed on, so they're actually making me get a more uh, endurance bike aggressive now. Bike. They're making me get a um, a primer, I think, is what it's called, uh -huh. which is the more aggressive suspension. So I'm I'm banned from the Sniper, I guess. Which I really like the bike. The, the bike I love. It's not, I'm not blaming the bike at all, but they're making me get a different bike. So yeah. Well, maybe they uh, maybe they checked your Strava and saw some how fast you're going downhill. I mean, I I do I don't I'm not gonna lie I don't take it easy going downhill I go for it so uh, that might have been a reason why I was not racing West Coast but I guess I mean it's not if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be so um, yeah the downhill is the fun part you can't be going slow. Okay, all right. Looks like you got a riders meeting or something. I'll check in with you later. All right, sounds good. Ogeo has been around for three decades, but it was in 2001 that the brand forever changed the way we think about gear bags. 
with never seen before features like specific storage compartments for your boots, helmets, gear and more, the OGO 9800 is the most popular gear bag in motocross. Visit OGOPowerSports.com. Okay, I'm with Jeff Myshack, team owner. We are uh, entering Chase's second season. He showed some really great uh, promise last year. Are you coming into this East Coast Championship looking for a title out of him? Oh, Chase is, yeah, he's ready. He's, um, he's so driven. He's in shape. He's... I think he's got all the skills, you know. Um, obviously, when you go racing, it's a whole new dynamic. But um, yeah, he's hungry to get going, and and he's he's prepared. He's ready to go. I think I think it'll be a good season for him. Okay, so uh, uh, off season, a preseason training incident set him on the east, right? Was he? He was originally east. Christian got hurt, and he was supposed to be west, and then he broke his collarbone mountain biking, correct? Yes. Yep. And so that did he have surgery on it? Uh, yeah, he had a plate. He had a plate put in, um, and it, in hindsight, I mean, he was he was, you know, questioning whether to put the plate in. But I think after they got in and got the plate in, I think they figured out that it was probably good. It, it, the way it was broken, it it needed the plate. So um, yeah, and and it got him back on the bike sooner. But you know, he didn't have to rush getting back on the bike, so he didn't have to go out and and uh, you know ride in a in a compromised position at all so he he got you know he got enough time back on the bike it was pretty crazy because i got the news and then it seemed like he was back in the gym within yeah. a week like, oh yeah <laughs> chase chase goes nuts if he's not in the gym but i think he was you know i don't i, I hope he was <laughs> taking care of his upper body you know but uh i yeah he's he's pretty intense and um uh, you know he does he's not going to miss well all these guys are i mean they all they're all terrible at being hurt yeah. Um, so maybe chase a little bit more so than others, but guys, <laughs> um, nice. hey, good luck today. Awesome, thanks. Hey, what's up, guys? Malcolm Stewart. This off season, I've been training harder than ever, getting ready for 2019, and I've been using Rhino Power supplements before, during, and after my training, and has made a big difference, especially the motivation pills. Use Swap Moto as your discount code at checkout for 10% off your purchase, plus free shipping on RhinoPower.com. All right, Chase, you, uh, you got through track walk. What are your, what are your thoughts about the track? Uh, it's pretty good. I rode it yesterday in press, so not too much new, but, um, yeah, track looks good. The, it's going to be soft, so it's uh, going to suit me. Yeah. What's, uh, what's going to break down, and how do you approach knowing that something's going to break down? Um, I don't really approach it any different. Just um, look at the track. I just try, every time you go out and try and find those smooth lines and those uh, race lines, so... Just uh, pay attention to the track, really. Yeah. All right, so you're warming up right now. Um, a, how important is it to warm up and loosen up before practice? And uh, what is your target? Like, are you doing a certain intensity? Um, no, not really. Just um, I just get warmed up before the track walk or after track walk and um, get your body uh, pumped before you go on the track. So um, do a couple of short sprints and then, yeah, just get ready to go ride. Are you watching your heart rate at all on these kind of things or not? Yeah, just trying to keep it um, low. Not trying to wear myself out too much before I go ride. So uh, just keep it zone one and um, yeah, get ready to go. Hey, out of curiosity, like what do you eat for breakfast on a race day and what will you eat for lunch? Um, I usually eat um, like three eggs, some toast, avocado, um, some, uh, some sort of meat, 
just basic. Pretty, pretty basic. Hey, Jade. Jade, this thing keeps falling. It's falling down. I think it needs tightening. Uh, you just had to ask the uh, mechanic Jade to work on the bicycle. Yeah. How, how is it working with your new mechanic? Uh, it's been great. Um, he's been really uh, energetic, which I, I like, and um, really positive. So I think it's gonna be a good uh, partnership, and I'm ready to get it going tonight. What is it uh, like? We always ask. We always ask mechanics like, hey. You're more than just a mechanic. You're kind of like a uh, cheering cheerleader and a, maybe a counselor at times. But like from your position, what is your what is your mechanic to you? Is he more than just the tuner? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's the guy you go to the line with and talk to before you go out there and race. So uh, always got to be positive and yeah, definitely more than spinning wrenches for sure. And Jade's, Jade's kind of goofy, right? Yeah, I think it works good because I'm kind of goofy too. So we have that that kind of. Uh, Lighthearted relationship and it's been uh, it's been good. Cool. Right on. We'll catch up with you after practice. Sounds good. For over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the SWAT Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barsha, and myself, Adam Cientrillo, require the best performance, which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. Check out scott-sports.com and see their complete line of high-performance goggles. All right, I'm here with uh, John Yamada from uh, KYB Kayaba. And uh, so both uh, Christian and Chase had options, and they both selected KYB components, correct? Yeah, we're fortunate enough to be involved in the shootouts, and every year each rider luckily gets to choose their own stuff, and we're just fortunate that both Craig and Sexton uh, picked some KYB components to race Supercross for 2019. Okay, so um, let's talk about Chase first. He's uh, He's been back on the bike for several weeks now following his collarbone injury. Um, how... Uh, how much are you yourself from KYB involved in the testing, or is that a factory connection type thing? Um, no, I work with the factory connection technicians. Um, they are the lead technicians for their own suspension. And whenever they just need a helping hand, I just go out to whatever test track or whatever facility that you know we happen to be at that particular week, and um, we work as a team to just kind of fix them both up with uh, their best settings. Okay, so I know the air fork revolution uh, may be coming to a close, but like, what are the forks running on Chase's bike? Uh, currently, Chase Sexton is is racing a AOS spring fork from KYB. Okay. Yeah. And uh, how's this setup compared to other guys? Pretty typical, or is it really stiff, really soft, or is there any quirky things he looks for? Uh, no, Chase is a solid um, test rider and he sets up everything very traditionally. He knows what he likes and uh, he has good focus and there's nothing like drastically uh, different or unique about his settings. Uh, it's a really good baseline and uh, it's a solid setting. Cool. Hey, thanks a lot. Hi, uh, I'm Mitch Payton from Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki team. And I uh, just want to give a shout out to Throttle Syndicate. Um, it's a new name, but it's the same company that's been around for uh, 30 years. 
We've been with them since the very beginning in 1991, and they're a big part of why our bikes always look the way they do. We're really proud to have them involved, and hopefully they have a good year. Visit ThrottleSyndicate.com to view the full range of customizable graphic kits, gripper seat covers, sticker kits, and more. Use promo code SWATMOTOLIVE at checkout for a 20% discount off your order. RJ's first practice session is over. How'd it go? Oh, it was pretty good. Just trying to break the track in a little bit. It was a little slick, but um, yeah, it was good. I felt good on the bike. Um, yeah, just breaking it in, free practice, and then go out for the next qualifying and try and put it on top. What's the strategy you take for each session? I mean, first session is obviously untimed, yeah. but uh, do you go out and try to put in hot laps or do you just do sections? Yeah, um, I always go out and do at least like three three hard laps in that first session and then um, try, and get, try and just get on top of the board. It's always nice seeing your name up there, but it doesn't really matter. But uh, yeah, just trying to put in laps and then um, this next session we'll go out and um, try and do two laps at a time. Um, I tend to run my best lap, my second lap, so uh, trying to connect two good laps and yeah, put it up, get, put it up there. So when you're out there, are you riding and uh, glancing over at the tower? Oh uh, yeah, I mean you can always kind of see it um, after you do your fast lap. You kind of look up and see where you are. Hopefully you're on the board. It's pretty easy to know where you are. But um, if you're not, then you look at your pit board when you come around. But um, yeah, just going out there and um, get used to the track and practice doesn't really matter. Just comes down to the night show. So. Have you ever uh, have you ever gone out and just laid down two burners and thought, oh yeah, I'm going to be up there, and you yeah. look over and you're not where you thought? Yeah, definitely. I've done that quite a few times. It's uh, <laughs> it's a kind of a bummer, but um, doesn't matter. It's a, just uh, it all comes down to the race, so it don't really matter in practice. Okay, so we're obviously pitted in the tunnels. Yeah. You don't have the luxury of the uh, the semi trucks and the the video replay and stuff, so. What are you guys doing about video today? Are you watching something on a little camera, or are you eliminating that from the... Um, actually, we still have our video guys. We have our laptop and our overlay of everybody still, so uh, it's not really anything different, just um, maybe a little less convenient not having it in the semi, but uh, yeah, pretty much everything is the same being down here, just uh, a little uh, less convenient. Um, but I like, so like I said, I like it being down here, so it's, uh, it's nice. Yeah. How helpful is uh, video replay for you and the overlay site? Uh, it's definitely helpful, um, especially when you aren't the fastest. And then uh, finding new lines, if someone's doing something different on the track, you can find uh, what they're doing different. And, um, yeah, it's helpful definitely come race time. Is it uh, like a line through a corner, per se? Is it sometimes tough to remember what you saw when you go back out there and you're on the physical track yourself? Um, no, not really. It's uh, Once you get locked in, you kind of remember that. And, um, yeah, it's not too hard to remember and uh, try and go out there and replicate it. All right. So, what's the goal for the next practice session? Um, just pretty much just put it uh, put it up on top of the board as the goal. Um, but just most most important, be comfortable and uh, just ride like I know how to ride, and I'll be good. Cool. Who's the fast guys that you have to contend with tonight? Uh, I mean, all the teams got at least one good guy. Um, so there's going to be six or seven good fast guys. That I mean, they're all fast. They're all, Top 10's uh, gnarly, but um, yeah, every team's got a good guy, so it's kind of hard to pick them out. All right, catch up after yeah. the next one. Thank you. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. 
Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show. And all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the Action Sports Special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. I'm with Dan Bentley, the uh, Geico Honda team manager. Um, East Coast is here. It's yes. cold. And uh, we've got Chase Sexton making his uh, sophomore debut. Yes. And uh, I, I, think, I think he's got to be one of the favorites for the title. Would you agree? Oh, I would hope so. Yeah, I think so. Um, he's looking really good right now. We, I, I've seen it coming ever since we started doing some testing um, uh, preseason. So, yeah, he looks solid, and he's definitely maturing, right? And yeah. it, these guys, it's usually... Right now, it's probably two, three, four years until the cream rises to the top in this mm -hmm. class. So, yeah, I'm expecting a lot from them. Cool. It's kind of a hectic off-season for uh, injuries and coast assignments, wasn't it? It seems like it's every year, right? So it's it's just the sport we live in, and you got to kind of roll with the punches and keep making changes to uh, put your best step forward, I guess. you yeah. know, yeah. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah. So there is a... An awesome new uh, partner in Intense Cycles yes. and an awesome training tool for the guys. Sometimes the training gets a little too fun, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's like that's it's like I've had that discussion with Jeff, right, on the team, and um, that's why we hire these guys. This yeah. is why, you know, they are who they are, mm -hmm. and they are always trying to push the envelope, and stuff happens, right? Like yeah. if, if he would have broke his collarbone riding a skateboard in the shop, I would have been pissed. But yeah. it is kind of what it is. And, yeah. you know, so I was happy that it didn't really happen on a dirt bike and his confidence stayed really high in the equipment and, and uh, healed up. And he was always scheduled to do east anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was, just, was you know, it was east the and then he was west and then he was east again. So it is, you know, maybe it was meant to be. Yeah. What's, uh, what's Chase like as a personality to manage? <laughs> He's a lot of fun to be around. He's a goofball. Um, he, I think, takes it, uh, you know, suggestions to heart and takes it all in. I saw a big change with him this season. Um, his intensity definitely went up, not just the riding intensity, but, you know, when we're testing, it's all serious. And it's, you know, if he's not getting what he's wanting, he is, uh, he puts a lot added pressure on the team, which I think is good. Mm -hmm. So I think everybody's starting to rise to the occasion and, and, uh, like I said, I'm expecting good things to come. Yeah. What is it like uh, to have a new rider, a rookie pro, and how how do you groom him into a uh, a good tester and a good racer and, and all that? Well, I try. Well, I always have tried, um, even when I was at Honda, to ex expose them to what we we're actually testing and yeah. make them part of the process instead of. You know, we have fork A, B, and C. We're going to go, I want you to try these three forks. But when it was all said and done, I'm going to go, A was softer, B was what, and C was, mm -hmm. you know. So you try to teach them. And then um, Chase is definitely getting a lot better on what he wants on the bike and what he wants that bike to feel like. Yeah. And so then there's really good feedback coming from him. And it's what we see him on track. And then we work well together, communicate that, and then try to make the changes. Cool. All right, so you brought on... Uh Jay Dungey over to the team. Yes. To Wrench. Uh, I, I remember when I first heard the news, it was shocking to me, you know, like the whole Dungey KTM connection with his brother and all. But um, what made you select Jade and how is he working out? Um, just kind of from where he came from, the experience level, you know. Um, I think people were probably shocked when I came, left 
Team Honda as a manager and came to FCR. We all have our own reasons why we do things. And um, he wanted to be put and paired with a good rider, and Chase was that guy. And so he had a, we had a couple different options. We didn't have any. And when he came to the team, it wasn't for sure he was going to be working for Chase. It just kind of worked out that way. And um, he's been a really good addition to the team. And um, I think it also helps at times when you bring somebody fresh in and they have some new ideas and, um, and, and the way they may have done things in the past. It always helps. Cool. Hey, thank you, Dan, yep. for your time. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails or if you want to go a bit further longer and faster they they just brought out a new taser e-bike which is uh, yeah everyone's given the double thumbs up on so head down to your local intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at intensecycles.com check it out guys chase led the way early in the first timed qualifying session but when the checkered flag flew he sat third fastest only a tick off of fast qualifier austin forkner's time all right chase time qualifying is over you ended up third up on the board. Um, I guess, how was it? Did the track break down, set up, did it get better? Um, yeah, it was okay. Um, I, was on the, I was on the top for a while, and I went down to third. And then uh, I was pretty consistent with my laps. I did quite a few of the 47s, which was a good lap. So, uh, But uh, I never really put the, the good, perfect lap together to get first. So, uh, yeah, I just... Trying to find different lines. Tracks definitely breaking down. We're gonna start jumping through the loops. So uh, yeah, just trying to find different lines for the races. How important is qualifying aside from gate pick, like mentally confidence? I mean, does it really matter, or are you just matters when the gate drops? Um, I mean, it's always nice to like, boost your confidence. But uh, I've qualified eighth and got on the podium that night. So uh, it's not really. I mean. It don't really matter. Gate pick is kind of, you split it in half anyway, so if you're 8th in practice, you get 4th gate pick for the heat race. It's not really that big of a deal. So uh, it's always nice to see your name on the top of the board, but um, just trying to find different lines and kind of get ready for the night show. So have you watched some playback and uh, overlays and all that stuff yet? Yeah, yeah, but uh, I watched it already and uh, found out where I was uh, going slower. So, uh, yeah, we're going to fix that and go off for the next session. Okay, so what are those spots? Uh, I just made the after the finish line I was a little slower, um, and then the rest of the track I was faster. So uh, I just got to pick that part up and uh, yeah, put it together. Cool. So you seem a little bit somber right now. Are you just chilling out, uh, stressing? I mean, what's the mood? Uh, I'm just trying to chill. I'm trying to. It's a long day for Supercross, so I'm just pretty much just trying to sit here and not move really. Just trying to hang out and uh, get your mindset ready for the next uh, session. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks. Okay, so I'm here with Christian Kibbe. Um, Kibbe, we're, uh, we're shadowing Chase Sexton today, and uh, this being his first, uh, well, this is his first time racing the East, but it's also only his second season. Um, he tried to race the East two years ago. Two year, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're we right, came you're unglued right. in practice, and I don't think we made it in the night show before he was injured and out for the season. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, he did a full West Coast season yeah. last year. 
regardless, I think he's uh, he's probably one of the favorites coming into this year's championship. Would you agree? Yeah. Um, and although it's really only his second full season, he kind of carries himself more like a seasoned uh, veteran of, of more years than mm -hmm. what he's truly done. Cool. How is he, uh, like in your capacity as uh, the team R&D guy, building the engines and stuff, is he uh, he's pretty good to work with as far as like feedback and testing? Um, he is, you know, obviously we just spoke about, he is a little younger and yeah. so, in a few more years, he'll be far better. Yeah. But for his age, he's he's good for his age. Yeah. But he's still a young guy, and he doesn't bring a whole lot of testing experience, and that's yeah. building every year. Um, but you know, he puts in such hard work on his end, and um, you know, he really pushes himself hard that he's not willing to accept anything, uh, you know, mediocre on our end. So yeah. we really have to, you know, bring our A game, mm -hmm. just not to disappoint him. Yeah. Hey, out of curiosity, we got Christian's bike and Chase's bike. Obviously, suspension and bars and pegs and stuff like that would be different for preference. But how about power-wise? Um, power-wise, we try to use the same engine platform across the board for everyone on the team. Um, our go-tos to fine-tune it for an individual rider might be more um, with regard to mapping or exhaust system. Um, possibly even some adjustments with the airbox velocity stacks or the mm -hmm. throttle body, kind of uh, what we call ancillaries. Yeah. Um, the core engine is the same right across the board for our team. Okay. Um, if if someone had an extreme case where we couldn't adjust it with any of those parts, you know, obviously we have the ability to alter things, you know, like cam timing and whatnot. But um, it's not really a go-to. Okay. Cool. Well, hey, thanks for the insight. No problem. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. In spite of trying some different lines in the final timed qualifying session, Chase again ended up third fastest. Still, he felt confident going into the evening race program. All right, Chase. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Final, uh, final practice, qualifying times wrapped up. How'd you end up? Uh, I ended up third. Uh, third again, so it was all right. Um, I put down a lot of, again, consistent laps and right around the same time. Um, just couldn't get that extra uh, three tens or four tens I needed um, mm -hmm. to get that first uh, qualifying, but... Uh, I feel confident and I'm ready to go into this uh, night show and ready to put it up there on the on the top. Did you try the different lines that you were talking about? Yeah, I did. I take like the last couple laps and uh, try and find a line that um, may, co may come uh, beneficial at the end of the race. Um, but the tracks, honestly, it's going to be a little, I think a little one line. It's going to be, uh, you're going to have to make it happen, I think, off the start. And uh, But just like any race, you need to get a good start and uh, put yourself in a good position. Uh, what do you think, uh, you are talking about the whoops breaking down earlier, I mean, do you think that's going to be a big factor in the race? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, heat race, you're going to be skimming them, and then the main event, I think it's going to be jumping. Uh, I got both lines down, so I'm looking, uh, feeling good coming to this next, uh, this night show. Would it be 3-3-3? Three, three, three? Yeah, maybe a 4 in there, I don't know. Yeah, this, we'll have to wait and Depending see. Depending on how froggy you're feeling? Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. We'll see how we feel going through them. Nice. All right, so you've had some time to relax. I mean, it's actually uh, 
we're closer to the night show than, than qualifying. Qualifying finished, got some time to eat dinner and reflect. Uh, how are you feeling going into the program? Yeah, I feel good. I uh, went up to the HRC rig and took a nap. Um, feeling feeling good. Um, yeah, I'm ready to get the season underway. Yeah. So did you eat some dinner? Oh yeah, uh, Cadoba. Had that uh, catered in. Feels feels good. It's not it's not quite like Chipotle, but it's close. Yeah. Bye -bye. Good luck, buddy. Thanks. Two crashes in his heat race left Chase charging through the field to earn one of the final direct transfer positions to the main. Not the ideal situation, but at least he was into the final. Chase, you're uh, straight into the main from the heat, but it's, I'm sure not the way you want it to go. Um, kind of eventful out there. What happened? Yeah, definitely. I got a pretty good start. I think I was in third, and then uh, I ended up going off the track in the rhythm section, which was my fault. And then, uh, yeah, from there I was basically trying to play catch up and then ended up getting tangled with another rider, fell down again, and then, uh, yeah, made it to the main, luckily, or made it to the main, luckily, and... Uh, we're gonna turn around in this uh, next next race. I think uh, I think it's gonna be good. The track's gonna be gnarly. So uh, yeah, I got 15 plus one in me for sure. So uh, we'll go out there and get it done. Okay. So the tangle with another rider. I saw uh, Jeff putting a bandaid on your hand. What what exactly happened? Uh, I just got I cut my finger a little bit. Um, that was actually the one I think my first my first fall. So um, <clears throat> it was my fault. But uh, yeah. Just ready to turn this thing around and go out and get it done in the next in the main event. And when did you lose the visor? First crash. First crash. Yeah. Okay, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't really. It just kind of fall off. It's kind of. They're uh, they're pretty weak. They just. I just kind of. I fell all over and just kind of fell off. So um, it wasn't a big crash or anything. So. Okay, on the last lap, um, you came over the the rhythm section. Uh, no, that's next to the finish line, and you did something kind of weird. Right where I was at, you like? Yeah, I cased the last three. I could have probably stayed on the track. I just kind of, uh, I didn't. I kind of was on the edge. So I just went off the track and got back on. But <laughs> by then I was already in transition. I was kind of, I was being a little impatient out there. So uh, I think I had second best lap time, mm -hmm. which was, I mean, it's not anything to brag about, but at least I know my speeds there. So yeah, we'll be good in this next race. So regrouping out right now for the main. Uh, what are your strategies like? Uh, you know, where are you going to pick up, pick on the gate, and uh, what kind of sections do you think are going to develop? Do you think are the whoops going to turn into jumpers? Um, well, gate position is going to be uh, kind of uh, hit or miss because I don't have the best gate pick, but uh, hopefully they have something uh, left open on the inside, and I'll take that. And then, um, yeah, the whoops are going to be jumpers. I think um, they may you may start out skipping them in the. Um, in the beginning, but I think at the end they're going to be turning into jumpers. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, track's going to be good and gnarly, so I'm ready for it. Yeah. All right. Good luck. Make the best of it. Thank you. In the first Eastern Regional 250 main of the season, Chase finished a solid fifth. Not the result he was looking for, but an early race collision with Alex Martin while battling for the podium position again left him scrambling through the pack. Yeah, um, it wasn't. It definitely was not ideal. Uh, I got a pretty good start from where I was in the from where I was in the start gate, and um, yeah, I kind of just I kind of went. I got passed by Smitty, and uh, yeah, I just didn't have that snap. And I uh, got behind Al, was catching him, and I he was third, so I was passing for a podium. And uh, he ended up missing the rhythm section, and I kind of I jumped and clipped his rear a little bit, and just kind of high sided and went down. But uh, 
luckily it wasn't worse. It could have been really bad, but um, yeah, I'm just uh, ready to get out of here and go to round two. <laughs> There's a long day inside the tunnels of, uh, of the stadium. Yeah, uh, I mean, I started, I rode pretty good at this qualifying, just didn't have what it had what I needed when I went out there in that uh, in the main. So uh, yeah, looking forward to Dallas. Okay, so what's uh, what's this week like? Do you work on anything specific, or is it just business as usual? Um, get some more. Uh, you can always get more speed, so uh, work on speed and just having that intensity in that main. That's what we need, and uh, yeah, that's what we're looking for. Cool. Hey, thanks for letting me hang out all day. Yep, thank you. You've been listening to the Swap Moto Live podcast show presented by Ogio and hosted by my dad, Don Mera. Thanks for listening.